Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You mess with the bull, bull. you get the horns. horns. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. There is uh, a stigma attached, there is a stigma attached with opioid use for pain, but it's medication that doctors prescribed to deal with chronic pain. And I remember having pain students, uh, students, uh, pain uh, patients in the studio with me, along with their doctor a number of years ago, from a pain clinic in Hamilton, Ontario. And to hear people say they were in pain 24-7, and their doctor also living with pain 24-7, you think about that, pain that they described as being debilitating is really alarming. And so opioids have been used for the last, I think, 20 or so years. And you just heard Dr. Yearling talk about the impact. Well, what about the impact on the patients who are now concerned that things may change? And uh, maybe they're already changing. Maybe some doctors are already making it difficult to obtain opioids for chronic and uh, debilitating pain. Hey, Chad in uh, Alberta. Thank you for the call, sir. Uh, good morning. Sure, nice to hear uh, hear from you, Roy. Uh, this is just a, a situation that's going to be uh, developing in my life. Uh, on the, on the uh, December fifteenth of this of last year, my wife suffered a massive heart attack, multiple organ failure. We we almost almost lost her. It's been two months, three months now of steady bed watch, and they finally. Uh, they finally gave her the, uh, the clearance that she's going to live, but she's going to suffer uh, double amputee uh, oh my. surgeries. Oh, my God. Um, and finger surgeries that are going to be lost as well. Uh, and I'm so there's sorry. going to be opioids that are going to have to be used to contract and, or, pardon me, control the pain right. in my life right, for my wife. And this has got me quite concerned, as you can understand. And I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think that Toradol or Tylenol are going to help her with her rehabilitation. And my wife has never been a, a drug user. It, it took a lot for her to, to even go see a doctor, 19 years. Um, but now when the, the, the patient's going to need it, there's a possibility that we are not going to be able to uh, take advantage of the situation that these, these wonderful painkillers and opioid, opioids that are going to be used uh, taken to their advantage. Well, Chad, as much as that. as much as I know, I, I, I guess I, I think I can provide you with some level of reassurance, at least I hope I can, that in post-operative situations, so after significant surgery and when pain is a, is a major issue, the opioids are considered to be of value and they are prescribed. But we'll be talking to uh, Dr. Fiona Campbell in a matter of minutes, the president-elect of the Canadian Pain Society, and she's an anesthesiologist at the Department of Anesthesia and Pain Medicine at Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto. Uh, but is, is your concern and is your wife's concern that somebody will arbitrarily decide at some point, now you can't have them anymore? That is my concern because this is going to be a, this is going to be a long recovery process. She's not expected yeah. out of the hospital for another uh, four to five months. And, of wow. course, with the double below knee amputation, there's going to be some, uh, some pain uh, management required. Of is course. this going to be a situation where the doctor says, Oh, we'll just give you uh, we'll just give you a uh, certain amount of uh, Toradol, or maybe some we'll put some uh, some Tylenol in your in your in your food stream or, or whatever. Where this is a very very 
specific case of, of needing and taking advantage of these opioids. Well, I'm not the only one out there, and neither is, neither is Norma, but there, there are other countless people I see on the ward at this particular hospital that uh, there's, there's a, a, a large amount of people that are constantly in pain, constantly in agony, constantly sore. What's going to happen to these folks if this is pushed through, Roy? I understand it's... Now, I, don't, I, don't know what's, I don't know what's going to happen, Chad, but, and I have great respect for, for Dr. Yerlink and, and his expertise, but at the same time, common sense tells me that if you are living with massive chronic pain or a situation like your wife is in, and, uh, and, and you need the pain relief and the opioids provide the relief, then continue to prescribe them. Well, I'm so glad that you brought this this up. I've, I've been a loyal listener for years. Thank Roy, you. And uh, this is something that really touched home with me. And I, I'm glad that the media and such as as yourself have, have taken this uh, upon to, to to bring it to, to the attention. Right. Uh, maybe maybe with your voices uh, uh, that uh, that are out there, maybe maybe you can do some good, and maybe maybe it can be helped. Yeah. But without you guys, uh, we're just all floating floating aimlessly and. You know, well, thank you very much for everything, and thanks for taking my call. I, well, and all the very best, all the very best to you and 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 your wife. It's going to be a, a challenge, but she's still with you, and you guys, you guys are going to make it. Thank you. Roy. That's the most wonderful. important thing. You have yourself a wonderful day, and God bless. You. Thank you, Chad, and the same to you, you and your wife. Thank you so much. Doctors are not out there to do harm. It's politicians I'm worried about. Michael in uh, Ontario. Hi, Michael. How you doing? Good, how sir. Doing? How are you? How are you doing? Oh, we're okay. We just parked on the side of the road here. I, I uh, had to call in, so I uh, pulled off to the side to make this call to you. We may have to make it a two-part call, Michael, because we have to take a break shortly. Yeah, no problem. But but I definitely, go, why don't you go ahead and start off and, and let us okay. know what your situation um, is. I had a uh, workplace accident uh, in 98, and so I've been on uh, uh, morphine-type drugs uh, for better part of, uh, well, 13, 14 years. All right, Michael, I'm going to have to make it a two-parter. Yeah. I don't want you to, I don't want to lose yeah, you, though, yeah. okay? Okay. Please don't go away. I'll put you on hold. Okay. I think I know how to do this on this new phone system. And we will get back to Michael, and we'll hear more of, of, we'll hear his story, and we'll hear some more stories as we head up to the top of the hour. Now, when we come back, we will be speaking with Dr. Fiona Campbell, the president-elect of the Canadian Pain Society, an anesthesiologist in the Department of Anesthesia and Pain Medicine at SickKids Hospital in Toronto, co-director of the Pain Center at SickKids. She's also worked with adults on the issue of pain meds. We'll come back.